Hey, it's Ashley. If you haven't yet listened to the trailer, you really need to go back and take a listen so you don't miss the important parts here. This isn't a knock on your intelligence, it's just that we humans really like to cherry pick. And what we often leave out is taking responsibility and taking action. I feel really conflicted giving people more content to consume. We need to listen less to people with a platform and listen more to the people with whom we share our lives. But if you're willing to use this podcast as inspiration to open up a new conversation with the woman or man with whom you share a home and a family and a bed, let's get busy. Hey, welcome to episode three. Question, how often do you refuse one of your wife's requests because you're worried about what other people will think? Either your family or your buddies. Wondering what boys are gonna think is something that girls are taught from the time we're really young, that we need to focus on that. Then when we start dating boys or men and we realize that that is what men have been taught to do as well. Worry about what other men will think. It's a bit disheartening. And we need to take a look at this dynamic if we want to connect and have happiness with someone of the opposite sex. Being unwilling to consider your priorities and insist that your family meet your demands is toddler behavior, but a lot of bros package it as leadership. So if you want more of a connection with your partner, and wanna see how your blind spots, how your arbitrary rules and guardrails about what's acceptable for you to do and what's not, listen on, I've got some ideas. This episode is brought to you by Splash Blanket. I love hearing how my audience uses a sex blanket to signal to their partner that they're in the mood. Listen on to find out the number one tip and go to splashblanket.us to get the world's first and best 100% waterproof, luxurious sex blanket. That's splashblanket.us and use code keeping it hot for 11% off. I think that the biggest thing holding us back from having great intimacy, it has way more to do with us than the people around us. We have the agency that we have the potential to shift these dynamics and to shift these realities and to shift our situation that we have more power to change in our lives than anybody else. Even when we're talking about um, having hot sex with our partner, we are actually the ones in the driver's seat. And it can feel really frustrating when the things that we want are not happening. Drop a one in the chat if you have any situations in your life right now that are not satisfying, not at the level that you want them. I want to invite you to consider that quite often the only thing that's keeping us from that thing we want is an action that we're not willing to take. And we are not willing to take that action because we have an idea that we've internalized. Either we were told this overtly, either we picked up on this vibe, or we have seen other people act in this way and we judged them. 
we have an idea that the steps we would have to take to get what we want are going to turn us into a bad person, are really not the kind of thing that a person like us does. Put a one in the chat if you know what I mean. That, you know, there are things that you want, right? Better sex, more money, feel co more comfortable and healthy in your body. There are all of these things. We think that we cannot take the step that we need to take because someone is stopping us. Like we need someone else to, to implement part of this before then we can step forward, right? For so many of us, it's often that we need permission. We want permission or buy-in or agreement from someone else. Who is the person who you are waiting for to shift their view or make their move or get on board with you so you can have the life that you want so that you can get that thing that you want who's standing in your way right now who you need to get on board if you've read swing you know i spent about a decade unhappy in my marriage and also unwilling to even admit to myself that i was unhappy so let's just put that out here right now it is okay to feel dissatisfied. Feeling dissatisfied with an area of your life is such a gift. It does not make you ungrateful. It does not make you um, a person who doesn't deserve more because you aren't happy with what you have. We are meant for growth. We are meant to change. We're meant to evolve. We're meant to shift and change constantly. And if you have yourself with really tight guardrails on your life, saying, oh, I can only go this far in this direction, this far in this direction. We have these parameters around which we think we can behave. So you can only go this far this way because your spouse is going to get bent out of shape if you don't, if you if you pass it, right? Because maybe you've dipped your toe onto the other side. Maybe you've um, crossed way over it and then got pulled back. What if you let up a little bit? What if you letting up a little bit or allowing yourself a little more breathing room, right? Like a longer leash. We're not busting down the guardrail already, right? We're just like, you know, those temporary fences or construction. We're just going to like push it down. We're going to just veer. Look, we got it. We got a rope. We got, we're tied to what we think is the premium gold level version of ourselves. Like the things that we have to meet every day in order to be a good person, in order to be lovable, in order to be all those things. Okay. We're not going too far, but we're just going to, we're just going to try that other thing. When we walk through an airport, when we walk through the supermarket, when we go anywhere, there are, there are hundreds of people who we see who we don't notice. Things that we notice are the things that we actually want, but have buried down, 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 down. Now, sometimes the thing that we want is the emotion that's attached to that. A lot of us have grown up thinking that the more that we can control, the more clearly, the more cleanly we can have our ducks in a row, the happier we're going to be. I have seen over and over that there are a lot of different paths to get to your goal. And I have felt in myself that Every single time we have a huge breakthrough, it's not from being harder on ourselves. It's not from asking for more. It's not for asking. It's not by demanding more out of your body. It's not by packing more into your day. The expansion comes from dropping the guardrails and looking at things from a different angle. Every one of us 
is working too hard in our lives right now. You're doing too much in your marriage and in your house. If you are here, I am pretty certain you are doing too much, but we're still not getting the results that we want, are we? So this is what I would love for you to consider. This is an invitation for you. It's not that you need to do more. It's that you need to slow down just a touch. Slow down for 10 seconds. Slow down before you say yes. Slow down when your spouse loses their keys and is all in a flap around the house. Don't do what you would normally do. Just pause. We all need that that bit of space. And it is absolutely easier said than done. But I am telling you that that discipline, those guardrails that you have exquisitely carved out to say, I can do this, but not that. I can do this if I've done that first. All of these rules you've set for yourself in personal relationships, with family, with your job, all of these rules, right? Like you have carved this in stone. These are the things that I have to do. Those are archaic ideas. Those are ideas that you really came up with probably before you were seven years old. We all recorded and experienced something different. But then we use that to carve out the rules within which we are going to live. And when we see someone else, quite often we can think like the nerve of that person to do that. Guess what? They didn't inscribe their guardrail with the bullshit you did. They might have other bullshit. Certainly. Certainly, we all have different bullshit, and I still do. We all still do. It's a reevaluation to go, okay, now I'm going to live consciously. We, we often come up against something really, really painful, all right? We have, we're blindsided by infidelity, or we're out looking to feel better in a way that's not actually going to make us healthier. We all have different ways of trying to feel better, and I want to invite you to consider that the way we can actually shift the way we feel and the way we can actually shift our results. So like connecting with people more consistently, connecting with people with less complication, getting along with people better, saying what you mean and having the other person actually hear you, then they say what they mean and then back and forth and we're like, okay, it was resolved. That there's no twistiness. The communication is clean. The energy is clean. You are more certain of who you are. Splash Blanket is my favorite dedicated intimacy bed covering, and I love hearing different ways you use it to connect with your partner. One of the best? Lay the clean folded splash blanket at the end of the bed to signal to your partner that you'd like to spend time together, that you're in the mood to get it on, either now or later in the day. It's especially helpful if you're still developing open communication around intimacy and having a physical cue takes the pressure off initiating. With beautiful colors that match any decor or something that contrasts with your regular style to really change the vibe, grab the 100% waterproof splash blanket at splashblanket.us and make sure to use code KEEPINGITHOT for 11% off. That's splashblanket.us. In order to get there, what we need to do is we need to just roll down these guardrails. Let's think of them. Let's think of them like old fashioned window. Okay. 
I don't want you to think that these have to be like burned down or disappeared. Nothing. No, no. We're just going to bring them down a little bit. And you're going to go, okay, wait, what if I didn't help their, my spouse find their keys this time? What if I didn't do the dishes and just asked my partner, Hey, can you do those dishes, please? When we start lowering that guardrail and start doing things for ourselves, guess what? We have less judgment for other people. We have more compassion. We have more grace because we are actually giving more freedom to ourselves. We give more freedom to the people around us. And what we want to happen is for those people to actually show that they deserve the, the freedom and the respect and the trust and whatever. So then we can, what? What? We're not even going to give it to ourselves. We're going to look for the next thing that they're doing that's not measuring up to where we need it to be so we feel better. We each have the same number of hours in a day, but we do not each have the same number of hours where we are at peak creativity, peak patience, peak, peak alignment and resonance and understanding where we can actually solve problems, where our decisions actually make an impact. So we need to conserve our, our energy for the, the highest value activities. And listen, I have to tell you that if you are still living with these guardrails really narrow, you have no idea what your highest value activities are because most of them are probably right behind that thing that you say you can never do, that you're not allowed to do for some reason, or you're not allowed to do until all of these other people are fine. We have this very tight corridor of bullshit. There's bullshit on both sides about how good we're allowed to feel and, and also how bad we should feel because we're not as good as other people yet. Like, it's just, it's really bonkers. And I need you to know that everybody has a different rule book that is all made up. And if we can take a look at, wait a minute, what do I think that rule is? Here's the, here's the best way to know what your top rules are in your bullshit rule book. What are you mad at other people for doing? Whenever you come home from work, you are arbitrarily or you and your family unit has arbitrarily decided all of this means everyone else is taken care of. But a lot of other families would say, hmm, everyone's taken care of if they're physically healthy. Everyone's taken care of because our house is warm and it's safe. What does it really mean that you that you've taken care of everyone else enough that now you can take care of yourself. Here's your keeping it hot tip of the day. You know, I'm a big fan of quickies for regular weekday sex, but I like to plan one night a month for a super sexy date night. Here's how. Ship off the children if you have them. Send them to a grandparents for a sleepover, or if you don't have family nearby, swap nights with a friend so you can have a whole night uninterrupted. Go out for an early dinner and keep your phones away. Choose conversation that helps you feel closer and on the same page. Talk about dream vacations or share what you're most grateful for right now. On the way home, again, no phones. If you need to, check to see if everything's good with the kids, but no scrolling. When you get to the house, head straight to the bedroom or the living room or the kitchen. You have the house to yourself. Start in one room, teasing, going back and forth, back and forth with stimulation. It's fun to do oral only or a combination of oral and manual during this stage. My suggestion is that the male partner climax first, then focus on pleasing his partner. 
Toys can be fun during these sessions, but my favorite is for no electronics. Consider it an acoustic performance. I'll usually have three to four orgasms before my partner's ready to go again, and he'll have a second climax. Consider it like wedding night sex, if wedding night sex was actually good. Enjoy. How many times when we're just trying to take care of other people, and so we show up and we go through the motions and things, you do the thing that's supposed to be really fun, or you get you go on the holiday, or you whatever, and it doesn't really hit the spot. What if we said we're actually allowed to feel good at home every day? What if instead of looking around at everyone else saying, wait a minute, is there something I missed? What if we turn that lens inside and go, there are certainly things I'm missing in here. There are certainly things I'm missing in here that if I had awareness of them, I would make steps towards my joy. I would stay, make steps towards my abundance. I would take steps towards my satisfaction every day. But I, you're looking outside yourselves. And I have done this over and over and over. And I fall back into this all the time. And I have to turn back around and go, wait. Actually, this meat suit that I was given this time around, this life experience, this heart, this brain, the way that they work together, if I can look in, and then share with my kids or the world the things that I see and notice, that's my gift. That's your gift. That's your gift. That, that is the gift for all of us to take the unique way we see the world. And instead of creating these barriers, creating these parameters around which we think we are allowed to be here, these parameters within which we feel safe and healthy and loved and lovable, what if we took that awareness of how we see the world differently than any other person ever has? We all have our own filter, our own filter over our heads, over our faces, between us and the experiences. We're looking at people, hoping to love them, but instead we need to look in and go, wait a minute, what is love to me? What is joy? What is success? What is expansion? What is abundance? Because all of it's the same thing, love and luck and joy and laughter and great experiences and great orgasms and great food. It's all the same thing. And we need to look at where we are blocking off certain parts of that. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but in the bedroom, there's always room to learn. Show your willingness to try new things with the After Dark Workshops. They're private, recorded, guided pleasure practices from trained tantric coaches and sex therapists. Go to keepingithot.com for our single workshops and bundles. Topics include oral and manual for him, oral and manual for her, intro to dirty talk, intro to squirting, secrets of female pleasure, control your ejaculation masterclass for men, and more. Workshops start at $25. It's the cheapest and sexiest date night you can get. Check out the After Dark Workshops at keepingithot.com. Some of us have no resistance in certain areas, right? Some of us are like, oh yeah, I order the most expensive thing on the menu everywhere that I go, no big deal. Some of us are very tight in that area. We all look at things in a different way. When we are really tightly twisted around something, we see the world in a different way. 
we all come with a different set of rules. And if we don't even know what, what rules we're operating under, good fucking luck at getting the things that you've never got, but you've always wanted. To get the things that we've always, always, always wanted, but have never, ever, ever quite been able to get, that doesn't mean that they're ungettable because there are certainly lots of other people around the world who have gotten them, right? But most of us want to create or have things that we've seen other people do. All of these things that we want are gettable and they are gettable in our current marriage and in our current family setup. Okay, we don't have to blow up our lives to allow in the things that we want. What we need to do is blow up our rules. Okay, we need to blow up our rules. And I assure you, the relationships that are based on love and goodwill, they're going to get better. And the relationships that are really built on a lot of charades may fall away, but this is the only potential for them to get better too. Because there are so many myths, mistruths. There are so many lies that we actually weave into, stir into our relationships on a daily basis because like just the patterning or the conditioning there is really, really dysfunctional. That when we actually just stop putting lies in and we just put a dash of truth, that has to change. It changes. We may, as we become more honest, have people who are dishonest fall away, but you don't have to worry about any of the good ones going. If you want to go for something easy, go for something easy. That's great. That's great, right? We all have like different levels of like how things can actually feel exciting and fun for us, right? When we're doing something scary or something we don't want to do or something that we, we have resistance around. For me, I like going really fast, like really fast, like I'm being shot out of a cannon because then I'm like, at least I can't turn around. Like I don't have to keep asking myself if I'm going to turn around. If you want to go a little slower, fine. But what I want to invite each of you to do is to pick one thing that you are judging other people for right now and dial down the volume on that radio station that says, you can't do this. We're, we're not blasting anything here. We are just turning down the volume recalibrating our focus, recalibrating towards what we want to be true. Okay. Cause I have to tell you all these things that you think are true are not true for everybody. They are not true for everybody. Maybe there's like a thread of it that I could say, Oh yeah, I agree. Maybe there's a thread of it that we could take around to everybody and go, you should be nice to other people. Right. Maybe, 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 maybe when we really distill, 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 it comes down to just a very basic compassion, open-heartedness. It's not actually about that behavior. Okay. So maybe your intention doing that behavior or whatever. I have to tell you that none of the rules you have set for yourself are actually set in stone. I want you to take one of those things and I want you to do the thing you judge other people for doing. This is the thing that over and over and over and over has actually made me make leaps in leaping out of my career leaping into a new one, taking the risk, not making a single cent for two years. Every time I've had a big step, it has been me doing the thing that I am so certain if I do, nobody's going to love me anymore. That it's going to make me completely abandoned, alone. That's when, after trying to grow my social media for four years, growing really consistently, 
like slowly at 500 followers a year, I put out a video being my real self saying the thing that I never actually thought I could say, but like I say in conversation to my friends all the time, it's like, I can't put that on a video. I can't tell people to like decide what time of day they want to have sex. I can't say sex on a reel. I can maybe say sex on my stories every now and then, but I'm not gonna put a reel that's like going to live online. My audience grew by 55,000 people in 45 days. I get hundreds of messages a day from couples who see my content that I was so afraid to make that I was like, no, no, no. That makes me like a bad person talking about something stupid. You should be talking about something that like, so people are going to take you more seriously. What is the thing you judge other people for doing that you're going to do? And it doesn't mean you have to do it forever. You don't have to do it forever. You just have to like do it and see how it feels. Huh? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go out and buy an iced coffee twice a day all week. Do it. See how it feels. We're not talking about like moving to a different country or like, you know, even putting a political sign on your lawn. Like we're just talking about like something that only you would know about, right? And you're going to be, you're going to be judging yourself for, but you're like, wait a minute. Why do I think I'm a superior person? Cause I don't do that. That is what we're actually telling ourselves. We have these rules around what makes us good and not good. And it's not black and white. It's not binary. So I want you to just try, let yourself linger in the gray zone there and go, whoa, okay. How do I see things differently now that I know this is actually allowed? You are actually a different version of yourself. I used to tell my athletes that would get on the ice, we would get off and I'd say, yeah, I don't know. I don't know those kids who were at the door an hour ago. You are different athletes to me now. And this is actually what we can do every single day. 1%, one degree, shift, 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 shift. What other rules do you want to break? Let's just start breaking some rules. Any shift that you make in yourself and in your marriage, that is a gift to your kids because they don't have to reinvent the wheel when they're in that situation. Because a lot of us did not have our parents sharing with us uh, the kind of the inner workings of their mind and you know what they were working on in therapy because they probably weren't in it and all those things. Our kids have that benefit now. And not only are we figuring out our shit, but we are brave enough to admit we have some shit that we have to work out. But you have to feel safe enough in yourself in order to be that open-minded. I'm pretty excited because it keeps getting better. So I don't wanna, I don't wanna put a top level on it. For a while, as things got better and better and better, I would feel actually more scared because I didn't think that that much better was safe or possible, like, you know, too good to be true, but it just keeps getting better. So I am operating under the assumption now that I don't need to be afraid of feeling good, even if it happens day after day. And even if things are going well with my husband and my kids, yeah, maybe it gets to be easier because I've done it. I've done it the other way. And I don't know, I made a lot of mistakes there and I'll make a lot of mistakes this way too. But like, when I left skating, I wanted to get a shirt that said like new mistakes only. Let's just, let's just fuck up in different ways. So I'm learning and failing through a life that feels different and way better, way, way better. And I know that a lot of you have read swing and have had that taste of like, Oh, that little shift of one degree, like things could actually be different. And that's what I want for all of you. This episode is coming to an end, and I don't want it to finish before you take action. 
take a screenshot of this episode and text it to your spouse. Let them know you're thinking of them and how you can better your relationship. If you both need a little handholding, grab Keeping It Hot, the workbook for fun, low pressure conversation starters to get to know each other on a whole new level. Or if you want to rip the bandaid off, if you want your dynamic with your partner to take a leap forward while you also dig deeper and fast, read Swing. The audiobook is on Audible and I narrate it. You can also request the paperback or the ebook from your local library. Whatever action you decide to take, be proud. It takes courage to move the plot of your story forward, even just a little bit. And small steps every day really do add up. Keeping It Hot with Ashley Renard is a production of Manitoba Woman Media, produced by Elizabeth Kraus. Original music by Echo Drop. Production assistance by Lauren Petraglia.